Jeffrey Dahmer soaking blood. The Unabomber blowing up. Waco, Texas, and Heaven's Gate. Alien modified men from apes. Hitler faked his death and then escaped. Bigfoot and the Mothman. Son of Sam talking to dogs again. Witches, ghosts, and goblins. Mysterious noise and hot things. Dark arts and the skull and bones. Most celebrities are probably cloned. So when you're feeling all alone, grab a beer and get stoned. I welcome you to the podcast, Strange Brew. We're here to entertain you. We're here to entertain you. It's about to get strange. Dookie on Strange Broopy. <laughs> What's going on, everybody? Welcome to the show. I am one of the hosts of this strange podcast called Strange Brew Podcast. And who do we got back in the building? Oh, the old HP Shovecraft, that's who. <laughs> What's going on, Anton LaVey? What's going on, Tomcat? How you been, man? How was vacation? Good. I look pretty fucking tan, though. I'm, I'm pretty pretty red. I want to keep that tan going. Um, yeah, I was away on vacay. I went to the cottage. It was it was pretty nice. Um, eventually, kind of just miss home eventually too. But uh, it was nice. I swam a lot and Fuck just yeah. chilled out and stuff like that. Drank quite a bit. Um, I brought like edibles with me. Um, weed pen, and for this episode, I literally just got this today. Oh fuck! What were they? What did they call it? It was something really good. I always ask for sativa. Always ask for a high sativa, a hybrid. And he said these were selling like hotcakes. It's koala bear kiwi. I'm just joking. I don't know what the fuck it's called. <laughs> they just have the most ridiculous names most times. <laughs> so how you been? I've been good, man. Fucking just living life. Having a wonderful time. So I got a uh, Long Island iced tea. I've got straight vodka. No, I'm actually just drinking water right now because <laughs> I got fucking hammered last night. Yeah, I was. Uh, I got pretty drunk. Um, we, as as I was uh, saying to Anton last night, I was telling him to watch the documentary about this strange case that good old Zach Faggins put out there from Ghost Adventures, and uh, it wasn't that good. I'll talk about it a little bit later. I have some points that I have from watching the doc. But it wasn't as great as it could have been. Zach Baggins is kind of a massive douchebag. But go on. Why is he a massive douchebag? Just the way he talks. Like, oh, my God. Like, watching <coughs> this doc, like, it's just like, why are you talking like you just ate fucking 500 milligrams of edibles? Welcome to the Monroe <laughs> house. The demon house where I went to. I went to this demon house and strange things were happening. I'm Zach Baggins and this is Ghost Adventures. (laughs) Sounds like somebody slipped him fucking horse tranquilizers. It's just like the way he talks. Like, why don't you just do it naturally? Like, when when Ghost Adventures first started, I didn't mind it. I thought it was interesting. I liked some of the shit, but I heard that some of the interns or production assistants would do things like make noises and throw things and shit. 
But I don't I know if that's like, true. It's just I feel like that's got to be the same with any ghost show. You can't you can't drum up a ghost show based solely on like what you find from paranormal investigations and crank out a whole season's worth of it and maintain viewership without occasionally being like, oh, God, there's a knocking. Where's that coming from? <laughs> yeah, it's so oh, true. Oh, no. <laughs> I've heard them catch some fucked up shit, though. I don't know how real it is, but I've whispers like growling and shit, which yeah. I would love. But, you know, they obviously get paid a decent amount of money. I would love to do that for a fucking living. I love fucking ghosty shit and being scared, so. Oh, hell yeah, man. It's all, it's a rush in and of itself. Like, fear is is definitely... I mean, it's the same reason people go to roller coasters and shit, you well, know? Well, that's... I like being afraid where I can control it, if that makes right, sense. Right, of course, yeah. That, like, you know, ghost stuff and, you know, watching horror movies and all that type of jazz, I can control it to an extent. Stepping onto the CN Tower on the balcony of it at the top, I can't control if I slip. You know what I mean? If something right. happens, you're yeah. fucked. No, for sure. I, I used to like but, roller coasters a lot. But I'm like a pussy now. I don't know what happened to me. I'm like, look at them. I'm like, that looks fucking high. <laughs> <laughs> That's how I started out. And I actually got peer pressured into liking roller coasters. Uh, one of the one amusement park when I was in like fucking ninth grade or whatever. And uh, dude was like, yo, I'm going to tell everyone you're a fucking bitch if you don't get on this roller coaster. <laughs> I was like, dude, I fucking hate heights. Like, I'm going to go jelly like and shit. I don't like heights either. I, like, I, I don't know what. And I never used to be like this when I was a kid. But it was like when I got older. That I started getting scared of heights for some fucking reason. Like, we lived in an apartment building uh, a while ago, and we were at the seventh floor, and I was scared to, like, look over the balcony. And then my buddy was on the, the 13th floor of the apartment building right next door. Uh, Dan mm -hmm. and Raz as, have been on this podcast before, way back in the day, like, last year or two. And Dan used to fucking sit on, like, the edge of the balcony. I used to fucking hate it. Because he used to sit on, like, the railing. And I'm like, can yeah. you fucking not do that, man? I was like, even my buddy Raz, so like, if you fall off, you're fucked. Like, if one wrong yeah. thing happens, you're on the 13th floor. It's the only apartment building I've seen that it just stops at 13. And you're not supposed to have 13 floors in an apartment building because it's bad luck. Man, Mitch Hedberg has a joke about that where he's like, if you live on the 14th floor, bullshit, you jump out, you will die one floor sooner. <laughs> That's true. <laughs> That's funny. So <laughs> some of the most evil places can appear to have quaint, nice settings, you know, sitting within a peaceful, quiet area of Hartford City in the state of good old Indiana in the United States. Gary, Indiana, where all the poorest people live, I guess, the way I saw it in the documentary. There's a lot of complex buildings and a lot of people, uh, I would say... I guess minorities, we could call them that, uh, that live in this area. So it's a lot of poor black people. But you know what they, you know what the government did, right? They segregated all of them. Like, you got low income, you go over here? What? The U.S. government would never, and I mean <laughs> never segregate its own people based on class or, <laughs> or race color. or vaccination status or yeah, anything fuck. like that. Never. That's no. getting retarded. I, and, you know... I'll say it again. I will. I'm never getting this vaccine. No one will pressure me. I don't give a shit at all. If I don't, if I can't travel, whatever. I'm gonna fucking go in the woods and come Ted Kaczynski. Like, I'm. I'm not. I'm not necessarily anti-vax for anything by any standpoint. I understand the validity to what which ones are. But anytime you're implementing some sort of health passport for just general fucking run-of-the-mill public, 
And polio is I a mean, lot more dangerous. I think that's kind of one of the the talking points on the uh, on the counter argument, though. Devil's advocate here, like that's why that was one of the learning experiences where they're like, oh, we fucked up real bad with polio, so maybe we, they, we uh, don't. The, the polio vaccine also gave people cancer. You yeah, but it didn't it give them polio. Yeah, I mean, technically cancer. everything gave them fucking cancer. <laughs> as long true. as it doesn't give them polio, it's not exactly. It's kind of doing what it's See, supposed to. I'm I'm on the fence now, and I I seem to talk about this on fucking every episode I do, but somewhat about a little bit about the vaccine. But it's I'm, a hot topic. It's well, on everyone's it mind right now. And um, I just don't trust any vaccine, and I haven't in my life as much as I've gotten. My mom forced me, obviously. She in, she's like, I gave you your own vaccines. Because she was a nurse. She's like, I'm the one that injected you and gave you poison. I'm just joking. She didn't say that. But it's pretty much to I me. looked at the label and it said mercury. And I said, hell yeah, that's what a grown boy needs. <laughs> but I've, I've just, I've done a lot of research into it. Like there's a doc that's called like the most dangerous uh, vaccines, the most dangerous thing or some shit. Like some, some bullshit. I'm going to post clips of it on the reptilian uh, TikTok probably most Which, likely. Uh, it's a very evocative title, but I would say, you know, in, incorrect in, in most ways on that. Like, no, that's not the scariest thing. Getting fucking polio or scarlet fever <laughs> yeah. or, you know, I just don't fucking I just, Spanish I don't flu. Yeah, like, I'm I all set. Don't, I don't know. I don't know if it's uh, I, don't, I just don't know anymore. I don't know what to trust. I don't know what to think. How could you, though? I mean, there's so much information and disinformation out there that it's almost impossible to get a firm grasp of anything that's going on. Because it's like, you know, you have the official narrative, which is just, you know, oh, I should trust these. no. No, wait, there's at least four dozen reasons why I shouldn't trust these people or listen to them. And then yeah. on the other side, you're just like, okay, you have a point, but at the same time, there are also arguments being made against that. It's, like, it's, it's, it's a pressuring thing. And the thing is, I think the flu shot is a lie. We've had the Oh, fuck the flu shot. Gives we, you a cold yeah, every we've, year. We've had the flu for, what, 80? That they can track like 80-something years. And I mean, it hasn't gone away. This strain of the flu? Because, I mean, there's all these Well, there's all these different strains, but I'm saying, like, just as a point, we'll get into the demon house. Uh, But um, it's just, like, the since they've been, well, I mean, I think it's like 50 years since they've been vaccinating people for the flu shot or for the flu, getting the flu shot. Right. Guess what? We still have the flu. (laughs) I mean, you're not going to kill the flu. It's like you're not going to kill the common cold. And there's a certain thing to be said for, you know, allowing your body to get sick when you're healthy and can recover. Like really the only people that should require any sort of vaccination are those at highest risk for things. If I was over 80, I'm like, fuck it. Fucking take me out. COVID. I don't give a well, shit. Here, yeah, for sure. I mean, 80, dude, I, I don't want to fucking see 80. I don't want to see 90, dude. Fuck that shit. I'm all set. Um, you probably won't see 60. Yeah. <laughs> I'm just joking. <laughs> if uh, I'm lucky, yeah, if I'm well, lucky. <laughs> yeah, well, well, just, let's just get back into this. We'll do a whole rant with Juan sometime soon, and that will be fun because me and Juan are total anti-vaxxers. If they—that's what they call us, but I don't know. But uh, so, in, in in you know the state of Indiana, good old in, Gary, Indiana, um, there is a large, old-fashioned, white-sided Victorian house that lies at 218 North Monroe street that might not be typical uh, like to attract attention you wouldn't think it would attract attention it's a very plain looking house it is and it's a very shitty house i've seen the inside (laughs) um but there the area has many historical buildings and landmarks while residents are very quaint and pretty 
most of the people would likely drive right by it. They'd drive right out of the way. I'm not coming through this side of Gary, Indiana, because there's a lot of project buildings and complexes and not a good area to live. But if you're poor, you kind of have to. Or if you're looking for crack, I mean, that's probably the neighborhood to go to as well. It's true. Gary, Indiana has all the crack you could want. <laughs> you think Reagan went through there personally and was like, here you go. Here's some crack for you. <laughs> yeah. Just turn that neighborhood crack. right around. He's just yeah. like By around, pull, I mean pulls, in a bad way. Pulls up a fucking truck and he just like dumps out like three garbage bags full of crack. <laughs> just a dump truck just backing <laughs> yeah. up with a comical beeping and like <laughs> beep, beep. duffel bags full of crack just falling out. <laughs> then, Have fun, kids. There's some guns in there, too. <laughs> you got Dave Chappelle's character fucking coming. Out the, the crackhead, yeah, scratching. I'm you taking got, the truck. You got any more of that cocaine? <laughs> so fucking hopping bags back in the truck and driving it away. <laughs> it's mine now. I'm gonna sell this truck after. Ah! I love that character. Oh, it's so good. So <clears throat> most people wouldn't like give a second thought. They would just like whatever weird little house on Monroe House. It's supposed to be ground zero though for a string of malevolent and breathtaking, intense, violent hauntings covering. The the course of over a century, which made it the major destination for paranormal investigators, and given its reputation as one of the most haunted evil demon houses there are, there is. Damon Hale. Matt Damon. <laughs> Matt Damon. <laughs> He's a demon. Uh, I hate Matt Damon, to be honest. Oh, fuck. Fuck Matt Damon. I don't think he's that great of an actor. He was okay Yo, Euro, in that Euro Trip's funny as fuck, though. What? He's in Euro Trip? Yeah, he's the dude singing the Scotty Doesn't Know in oh, Euro Trip. Oh, yeah. Fucking weird. Yeah, I for forgot a split about second. that. Scotty it's such an doesn't odd role know. for him to be in. <laughs> uh, when, I was, when I was very young, and um, I've said this before, that I lost my virginity fairly young <laughs> to some blonde bimbo chick, and she dated my friend Scotty... And then we started, we were having sex while she was dating my friend Scotty, and we all laughed about that song. <laughs> Scotty doesn't know. It's a uh, little on the head, <laughs> or on the yeah, nose, I mean. <laughs> no, literally on the nail head. Uh, yep, exactly. All goes back to practically when Hartford City was founded back in the late 19th century, when the city quickly became into existence to accommodate the influx of settlers looking to get into the natural gas reserves, found the area, and work at expanding the fast-growing Hartford City Glass Company. So these motherfuckers th made fucking crack pipes. <laughs> Indeed, they were ahead of the game. But do you think that the uh, the natural gas has something to do with the uh, the hauntings in the level, like in the same yes. way that like anywhere near you know like electric plants and what have you and high EMF fields generally have more like paranormal activity because it's and just more fucking retards. scrambling your brain. Yeah, sorry, but yeah, it's Mama said these is my ghost shoes. <laughs> Mama said if I if I if I swim in the river. I might come out with a tail. It's like, I like I don't have got no tail, but I sure do glow at night now. <laughs> That's fucking hilarious. Because, man, it's true. Like, you know, you have the fucking Simpsons with a three-eyed fish and shit. Like, but we'll Blinking. get into... We'll get into maybe what this all could be. But there's uh, houses sprung up left and right at the time. And one of these was the Monroe House. Apparently built in 1892. But it's weird because it doesn't look that old. Like, it doesn't... I guess it's probably it's a had little, like a lot a of work. House. 
Yeah, but it had like a couple different like those single shot additions on it and what have you. Um, it looks like it has an unfinished basement and it has that fucking crawl space we'll get into yes. later. But yeah, <clears throat> this is pretty good. What flavor did you say that was? Uh, koala ball, kiwi yeah, fruit? I'm just fuck joking. what? Uh, <laughs> tastes really good though. I got I got me an orange creamsicle. That's what I had last time. The KI <coughs> ones or whatever. Yeah, or okay, I have collab. That was pretty good. Um, okay. I've I so like I I'm buying. I was just taking to the pens for a while actually, just because I used Skywalker to Skywalker OG. Yeah, that's sick. Oh, what the fuck was mine? I can't remember. But we I used like I was smoking bongs a lot and shit, and then I haven't smoked. I used to I had like I think I told you like nine ten bongs. And now I kind of stick to like smoking the pens or fucking eating edibles or I have I have now I bought some bud that I can just have for rolling joints and shit I'm just taking it a little more easy as I'm getting older we used to fuck yeah I definitely prefer vaporizing as well it's just easier on the lungs it's easier on the lungs it's convenient as fuck mm-hmm. like it's so convenient so you don't always want to walk into a place smelling like a tapped out bowl it just kind of turns yeah, heads in the wrong way yeah. people are like really dude you have options fucking grow up like fine well, I know I'm I sorry. remember we're, I was talking about this recently Someone about high school and how you would fucking like there'd be someone. And I said, I did a TikTok video about this, how high school kids should reconsider this now that there's COVID. But how there was always one person with the green and usually someone brought a pipe. So sometimes it would be separate where one guy has a pipe and you got to go hang out with him. And he's a fucking weirdo. (laughs) And then you got the guy with the weed and he's all right. And he sells it to all the fucking kids, but he packs the bowl. And then you see like 20 kids rushing around more or less. It was usually eight to ten people sometimes at my school and then we huddle around this kid let me get a hit of this can I get a hit of that and then they were just like fucking there would be one guy hauling on the pooched ass pipe and it's mm-hmm. like we'd be like fucking can we go back to class now like, and, and then you go in the school. I remember doing this in the winter, and you everyone huddle around, sm- everyone smoking the pipe, everyone passed around. And then you and it's cold. And then you go inside, yeah. and the hit the heat hits you, and you're like, I'm fucking so high. And then I'm instantly in class, ripped. Yeah, <laughs> and you stink. Everyone around you knows that you were high as fuck sitting in class. Fuck Do you think me. they did, or if it was just paranoia? I think it was a little I bit of both. I stunk. I know. I fucking just yeah. smelled like pure fucking weed. I was a horrible student, hated high school. Um, did you ever get drunk at high school? Off topic, but I was just curious. <laughs> it's the reason I won't drink gin. Really? Because I snagged a bu- I snagged Bombay Sapphire oh, yeah. and um, what the fuck was the other one? Beef Eater. And I had a flask. I and I had a flask that had a tiny little hole in the bottom corner, and I didn't realize it did because it wasn't welded all the way. But. <laughs> Dude, I fucking, I took it and I mixed it with a cherry Coke because I had no idea what the fuck I was doing. I always smoked more than I drank. I wasn't a big drinker until my early 20s. I was a huge pothead from like 16 on, but, um, uh, it's neither here nor there. (laughs) But, yeah, so I poured like the entire flask and just downed this shit. I go to my first period and I'm sitting there and this girl sitting next to me just goes, dude, you fucking reek. (laughs) <laughs> and we're like second row from the st- front. I'm like, what are you talking about? She's like, you are fucking hammered. You never look like this. I'm like, oh That's no, fucked. I'm gonna go hide in the bathroom for the next four hours. I always feel like I'm fucked because I drank when I was in grade six. It was my cousin's fault. I always blame him. And uh, I smoked weed by fourteen. I had sex when I was almost thirteen. Like I just feel like I'm fucked because I just did everything. Fast, like I was like, oh, I want to try it all. I'm fucking twelve. I feel that, man. Yeah, no, like living fast is is definitely a. 
No, it's just know. like, I don't know. Me and my good friends always talk about sex. And I was like, I'm going to be the first one to do it. I remember telling them that I did it. Nobody believed me. And then the chick I was dating had like some hooters on her for how young she was. And my friends would, would get her to, f- they, like, they would just, she would just flash all my fucking friends just so they could see boobs for the first time. Yeah. It's so better we- than doing weird this. times, man. <laughs> <laughs> so let's get the, back in this house. Um, oh, I was gonna, yeah, I was gonna say that. I uh, the I got drunk, I think like twice in school, and I was like, I would drink outside of school and just not come back. That's yeah. mostly oh, course, what it yeah. would be. Where I would just leave, I go to a friend's, or I live behind the high school, so I would get drunk. I don't know why I got mm-hmm. on this topic, but I'm like a little stoned now, so it's making me think about it. And then I would like, I would just stay at home. But like, I remember like chugging this fucking vodka in like a park. I was like three minutes away from the school and I was like, all right. And I sat in class, I remember sitting in class and I was like, oh man, I feel fucking weird. Yeah. It, felt, <laughs> it feels weird to be drunk in a public setting. Like, oh yeah. For the first time when you're that young, night. you're just like, I don't fucking know what to do. Yeah. yeah. Daylight out and I'm fucking hammered. Yeah. It, yeah. And that, that, that happened. I've done that before and obviously shit, but like that was always like, what the fuck? fuck, man, I'm sitting here in class. I'm, like, looking around, and I'm, like... Because when you're drunk, you think differently and shit, right? No, of course, yeah. I'm, like, what the fuck? But it's... I never liked that, so I would just go home and drink. But even, like, if you do day drinking and you go out somewhere, it is the weirdest fucking feeling. It feels like it's you're in another fun. dimension. Like, <laughs> I, I only recently gotten into day drinking on my days off, and it's just because I live so close to downtown, so I can just fucking walk everywhere. And you and pass out. You gotta, you have to have this weird, like, Leahy, where you kind of, like, drink yeah, you a you gotta little. find the pocket. No, for yeah. sure. It is absolutely the Leahy. Carry the little breathalyzer with you, and you're like, <laughs> right in the pocket, Rand. <laughs> is it, like, 0.8 uh, or some shit? It's like well, you're... 0.08 is basically one drink every hour. Huh. Um that's how you get there, but fuck that, dude. Like, two every hour. Yeah. Sure, that's fine. Try not to exceed it like that, though, and then don't mix your liquors, and you should be good. Yeah, so but we should, uh, we'll definitely have to do a fucking rant episode, because I'm just, uh, that, and as soon as I got stoned, I was like, my brain starts to carry. Yeah, now we're just chatting. <laughs> so, uh, yeah, so, the, you know, in this, this house built in 1892, um, upon a previous existing structure, but an unknown origin, so... They're saying that something was built before the Monroe House, and that they just kind of put it on top. Yeah. Like, as weird as the the, the place I'm staying now, uh, the house we're renting out and stuff like that, because we got got money for a house, but the housing market is fucked. Yeah, you mentioned that. This house was just taken from somewhere else and then just plopped here, and it's an old style. Like, this house has got to be, like... From the 1860s or some shit like that. Because it's an old structure, but it's split into two. So we got one side and it's pretty big. And, okay. But it just, it was taken and plopped here. And then they dug out a basement and shit. Because there's like one of those like fucking twister baster basements where you like open the doors and you crawl, go down the stairs. Oh, one of the walk down cellars? <laughs> yeah. yeah. <laughs> That's dope though. You can store food and shit down there pretty well. It should stay nice and cool, right? Or bodies. Or, well, I mean, it goes without saying. 
<laughs> trying to be kind of slick here about that, okay? <laughs> so the residents would then steadily accrue a dark history of misfortune, suffering, death, that would help launch this reputation as like this cursed and haunted place. Which when I watched the Zach Baggins documentary, it's called Demon House. Like I remember hearing about it years ago, like it was made, put in 2008. I remember hearing about it and I was like, oh, I'll watch it. Just because I'm like, I'm one of those people that like sometimes watches shit that I hate to love, love to hate, whatever. Um, we record weeks in advance too. Um, so yeah, I watched Friday the 13th part two last night on Friday the 13th. I didn't finish it cause I gotta get back, but that's a great one. Baghead Jason, go ahead, man. Do your thing. <laughs> you carry that sack on your fucking head the whole movie. It's fine. <laughs> Uh, and then you get the little better. You get the hockey mask. Uh, the hockey mask. So, like, obviously, there's death around this house, and it's haunted. But Zach Bagans didn't really dive into the history, which I thought was weird. He just spent the whole documentary talking, uh, to, like, to, to these like black people living project buildings and fucking a shitty rundown uh, complex, and because they had a lot of experiences. What I wrote down because I didn't think I had it to get into later. But he kind of just walked around, talked. There was nothing really going on. Like he didn't so was go it just the history. It's weird. Was it just kind of like, uh, all right, so we're going to make a documentary on poverty, but we're going to call it Demon House. Yeah, and then, and yeah because the, you could, t- like the one cop, you could tell that saw stuff that I'll get into later. You could tell that he seemed to be of came from the same place, like came okay. from poverty, the way he talked and acted. And in my opinion, it wasn't because of the color of his skin whatsoever. He just didn't seem like he was a cop. My girlfriend's like, he's not a cop. And I was like, yeah, he is. It says fucking police on his the side of his arm. Oh, he's probably a local. He's probably one of the good ones. You know, one of the yeah. dudes that's just he's like, nope, chill. I know this community. Seems, yeah. I have stuff I want to like, I want to take care of this community. And like, actually his heart's in yes. it. You know, what fucking police were supposed to be from the oh, start. Yeah. Well, that's the, yeah, yeah. The funny that you bring that up, that's just the, well, you know, when in, in, in the, it would be more in fucking white neighborhoods, obviously. Not so much in minority and different ethnic groups that were placed in certain areas. Um, but the cops were, you know, in the 1940s, 50s, walked on the block. Hey, Jimmy, rub his head, fucking give him my ice cream like they were chill they just walk around like like control the neighborhoods and just help people and now it's right. like oh you're not vaccinated where's your mask and just fucking beat you down shit are you you like standing up for your rights you want to protest you're supposed to be inside it's fucking crazy you see what's going on with australia man the military no, is trying to ke- the military is trying to keep people inside in australia oh, yeah. I have a, uh, a buddy that I talked to online that told me when uh, when all this shit first started, they had drones flying and patrolling the neighborhood. Once 8 p.m. hit, they're like, yep, no, stay the fuck inside. It's like, okay. Which I think is but crazy. that could be, part of that is probably, like, the culture in Australia. When you have it started as a penal colony, there's probably, like, just a little more of a as cultural, like, fucking stay in line, you know, versus well, America, where it's like our cultural weird. is more like, fuck you. And, you know, you guys up in mm, Canada are pretty much just like, yeah, whatever. Australians are usually fucking hard asses, and Australians are awesome. Like I, I, I wouldn't want to live many other places other than like Australia or New Zealand or Canada. At this well, point. So Canada's like, right. not good anymore. It used I to be. Know, good. I know. I know. Um, but. but the thing is that supposedly the people that are uh, closest to Canadians are Australians. And they're just being shafted by all this stuff where the military is trying to keep them in their home and they're trying to pressure them to not go out. They have like fucking mm-hmm. like purge style, like if you don't get in your home by this time, the military might find you, which is like, this is not where we should be going in society. We're so, we're so advanced, does not make sense. The That's censorship. Weird. 
I can't make fun of people that fucking are like, oh, look at me, hot vex girl summer. I'm going to go out and get some dick, but I'll never be able to get pregnant. Like, <laughs> I'm not. <laughs> I'm terrified of COVID, but I'm not terrified of chlamydia. It's, it's fine. <laughs> it's fucked up. So, uh, and I just think that's weird. The, the, the censorship is, is crazy to me, and I got to stop talking about this. We got to stick on topic. <laughs> um, so, obviously, like, you have the list of tragedies kind of, like, just started at the get-go, right at the front door. Tragedy, like, kicks in the door and be like, you're going to die. You're going to get tuberculosis. <laughs> You're going down. So a list of tragedies linked to the Moreau house is substantial. It's a lot. The first owners were the Burgers. The Burgers? Pretty much. Um, yeah, they're... Uh, Burgers? It's like burger from? with Bolivia a or Yeah. Where is it? Belgium. Belgium, yes. They're Belgian immigrants, which are my, uh, my woman's uh, family, like her mother, mom's side, is like Belgian. Like Belgian beer, chocolate. They they've been yeah. there a couple times, and uh, we oh. were we were just talking about how people in Europe wear speedos. Dude, I saw somebody wearing a speedo at the beach the other day out here, and I was like, you know what? Good for you. Yeah, I know. Fucking good for if you. If you feel, and especially if you're, like I, the old guys are just weirdos when they wear them with some old Polish yeah. guy, and he's like got a really hairy white chest, and there's a scratch in his chest, and then grabbing his balls, and it's wearing some speedo. But it is weird that the culture is different because when we went to Cuba. Everyone's wearing like thong bathing suits and like just like nothing. It's just like no, you want you you want something that leaves your brain to no imagination. Just like go to Europe because they're because they're not founded on puritanical cultures like yeah. you know like Canada or the U.S. or what have you. It's it's not a bunch of fucking prudes that were like Europe is getting too kinky. We need to leave. Remember they used to put fucking tents on the beach. And then yeah, you have the to changing go, tents. go in the tent to change into mm -hmm. your pajamas, pretty much. Yeah, your, your fucking three-piece covers uh, everything except for your ankles and like elbows. You've seen Chitty Chitty Bang Bang, right? Of course, yeah. Chitty Chitty Bang Bang, we love you. And they go, they go swimming, and they're wearing, like, shorts and a fucking T-shirt into the water. All right, low-key, though, I fucking love old-school bathing suits, like this striped, like, pants and <laughs> shirt cell, top. but backwards. It's yeah, like but with one of those little straw, like, fucking voting hats where you're like, I'm just going to go to the beach today. I'm only getting tans from the, you know, the wrist down. Uh, yeah, I'm wearing jeans and a button-up blouse. I'm going to go into this tent, and I'm going to get changed into very long shorts and a very <laughs> long T-shirt. <laughs> like, it's just like... I'm going to put 14 layers back on to walk home in this heat it is funny how i was we were just talking about how it developed differently what a world we live in nowadays things are so yeah. different now this game came even smaller and smaller eventually everyone's gonna go swimming naked i'm guessing that's just kind of a return to normal though wouldn't it be for like that's how we started and then we just get to a point where we're like you know what fuck it anton's like that girl from niagara that just w didn't wear a bra or a shirt because she thought she was that's a good that's a good thing let her titties flop out one <laughs> chick in niagara falls in canada was like man can wear no shirt i'm gonna wear no shirt and she started walking around with her fucking floppies out but i mean like that's a solid argument like you can't really be I like yeah like it's it. like, like no, that gives me a boner. I'm not. A, you're not allowed to do that. It's like dude, it's kind of true yourself. though because men are animals. I would be there. Yeah, like. but you, it's called self control. You don't <laughs> fucking every time you see a girl that you like, you're not just like I'm gonna go fucking jump on no, that but you, right now. I, like, I would just stand there with no. my hands on my hips with a boner, being like, "Well, it's human nature." But again, at that point too, it's like, what? It's a compliment. It's like, I'm not trying to look, yeah, but like my sure. eyes are drawn to it. Fuck it's you. Like, it's true. fine. It is a compliment. <laughs> so obviously all these tragedies start to happen. The first family was the Burgers or Burgers. It's B-R-B-E-R-G-E-R. -E -E it's beer gear. 
I don't know much about pronouncing Belgian so, words, but I do know that they uh, raise people to be extraordinarily damn evil. And they, of course, share a border with the Dutch. <laughs> That's funny. So I think I think he's like burger. Like a German. Bergier. Bergier. <laughs> so they're immigrants who they started their lives working at the city's um, bulgening factory, burgeoning factory, glass factory, whatever. They're making glass. I don't know how to pronounce. Making I think, them crack pipes. Oh, I think pipes. the city's burgering glass burgeoning, factory. Burgeoning, like growing. So they're, they're, I think their name then, because it's spelled the same way almost as their name, but it's burgering. <laughs> huh. It's stupid. So, but obviously it's a glass factory. They're making bongs. They're making vases. What else do they make out of glass? Bongs, pipes. Um, windows. Else? No, um, no. Glass factory's got to be like, I guess it would be windows. What a weird. It, it I mean, you're me probably thin- only making raw materials to be made into other things by other artisans and what have you. At that point, we're talking eight, like 1905, right? I or know. Because no, really think And my, my, when my stone brain gets into it, when you're like. Man, because I work at a metal factory, and it's like, they just pour this shit, and it's like lava, and they let it cool mm-hmm. down, and all of a sudden, it's fucking metal. Yeah. <laughs> it's such a weird... If you think about where things come from, if you, and like that's why I used to love how it's made. It does... If you're stoned, it, like, if you're sober, like, yeah, so they just make things. It's Dude, how it's made and like <laughs> unwrapped and shit, those were, those were the jams back in the day where you're just like, I'm just ripped sitting on my couch, and you know what? How do you make Tootsie Rolls? Fucking yeah, show me. Show I, me I right remember, now. I actually remember that one. Or like, <laughs> uh, you remember uh, Mighty Machines or Mechanic Machines or whatever? Oh, maybe it's a Canadian show. It no, Jay that Bruchella sounds familiar. Jay Bruchel, whatever his name oh, is. Oh, shit. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And that chick yeah. that was from The Girl Next Door, Elisa Cupridge or whatever the fuck her name is, she was high. Oh, yeah. I can't. Uh, uh, m- 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 I am not gonna remember it. So some fan is shouting at his radio right now. Um, his radio. <laughs> We're living in the 1890s. Turn it to FM 92.574. Uh, so like obviously their family who had kind of became like when they like first started here they bought this house. I guess they built it. I would think they were the first owners of it, at least, and they kind of became entrepreneurs and became wealthy. So unfortunately, just after a few years after moving into the house so they obviously moved in um so this is built beforehand this is one of the first owners which is weird i wonder if like they must have paid to get it built that's my uh, i'm gonna say that so and then you have patriarch john b burger burger whatever the fuck fell down with he fell he didn't fall but he had a he, he fell into a case of the deadly case of the tuberculosis he died of the TB, Paul. <laughs> which, which killed him in short order. Tuberculosis, that's where it like, eats your flesh and shit, right? It's a flesh-eating disease. No, that's leprosy, I think you're thinking of. Tuberculosis is the shit consumption. It's, it's the lungs. No, that's mm. dysentery. Oh, not dysentery. Uh, cholera. Cholera is the one where you shit yourself to death. And then tuberculosis is a lung thing? Yeah, tuberculosis is. Because, like, uh, you ever seen the movie Tombstone? A long time. Val is Kilmer that, and Kurt Russell. Doc uh, Holliday is dying I of tuberculosis. I thought you were talking about the one with uh, um, Liam Nielsen. It's called to- Tombs- Tombstones or something. Not shit. familiar. It's pretty good. It's just the same Liam Neeson kill- character you see in everything. <laughs> Where he's like, Liam I've... Neeson was great in Dark Man. That was a wonderful, unrated Sam Raimi movie. It sounds like a racist movie. The Dark Man. I think I know what movie you're talking about now. <laughs> Where he's a scientist and he has to like regenerate his skin because they like oh, killed him and yeah, burned him. Oh yeah, I've seen that. Yeah. So his widowed wife, 
would then, because he's dead from TB, and she would go upstairs and she would rent the bedroom to a family named the Myers. Yep. They were all fucked up. After which, previously a calm and outstanding, upstanding, outstanding, whatever you want to call him, is their Tomato father, tomorrow. useless, G. <laughs> Ulysses? <laughs> <laughs> when I was reading this, I was like, his name is useless. Wow, well, that's a little on the nose. <laughs> yeah. Ulysses. He sounds like he's gonna like that he's in Rome and gonna yeah. fuck oh, on I mean, Saturnalia. Yeah. G Mars would uh Myers. It's it's liars without the L and an M instead. Would reportedly soon lose his mind, beginning with explicable mood swings and temper tantrums. No, I don't want to take my medication. <laughs> I'm not going down for a nap. You can't make me. <laughs> so, uh, and then steadily, he's like, he kind of devolved into insanity. He kind of went crazy. And like, he was psychology, um, psychologically, his brain went like off the Richters. And then yeah. there, he started fucking abusing his wife and his three kids when he was like this nice, calm guy. And then all of a sudden, this is, Zach Bagans like, this is like another Amityville. And well, it's me, the same story. It is. The, it is essentially, except for the dad didn't shoot everybody with a other The brother didn't shoot everyone with a shotgun, which me and Juan did cover. So go back, listen to the Amityville uh, horror episode or whatever the fuck we well, named it. That's the DeFeos you're talking about, yeah, but this this sick. story is pretty much parallel with the Amityville Horror in that it's, you know, the only difference is, is that this is the house and it's not the family. Like, Amityville is the family and this is the actual house itself. Yeah, because when they leave and then it comes with them, no, that's Conjuring. Yeah, but, I mean, the Conjuring is the same universe as the uh, as Amityville because of the fucking Warrens. I know, and eventually and I'm going to get into that because I... They kind of, Amityville is such a pain in the ass. They kind of were scammers. So. That's what me and Warren <laughs> hardcore covered scammers. That. Yeah, like I, the Warrens. I wanted to believe it at first. When I was researching them, but the more you look into it, they were doing it for the money. Oh, 100 percent. And the same thing with the Lutzes, dude. The Lutzes were oh, broke yes. as shit, and they yeah. like cashed in real hard on Amityville. Yeah, um, because the brother said there's things talking to him. Maybe he's just fucking crazy. Well, the one kid, I watched that documentary, Am- My Amityville or whatever, which yeah. was one of the kids that popped out for the first time, and he's all fucked up. So it's like, you can't discount the person because, you know, whatever issues they're going through, but at the mm. same time, you can't exactly be like, ah, gospel truth. So, Ulysses, useless, would end up losing his prominent job and then leaving his wife for another woman. How He's going crazy. He's off the Richters. He's angry. He's beating his kids, and then he's like, a woman would like that. <laughs> I know, I know I mean, some. It's the early 1900s. Wasn't that like a sign of being a, a machismo man at that point? Yeah. It's like, nah, I don't let nobody talk to me like that. Yeah, and, and yeah, and chicks like that, I guess. They like to be slapped around a little bit. Especially, I feel like in the, especially into like the early 19th century and stuff, it's just like, there is a part of society where it's just like, I like a man that's dominating and will beat me down. I would say there's definitely got to be a difference between like having someone that's confident and dominating versus someone that's willing to just like pummel you into oblivion just because they, you know, had a bad day at the natural glass factory. (laughs) Gas. 
<laughs> I know. I was making a pun. <laughs> oh, that's funny. Yeah, but they did actually have a glass company. It's just like all these, like, this is just a, uh, it's like a mining town, but it's for glass and fucking natural gas, which well, is- hear me out. And just hear me out. The natural gas is, I, I think they said it was about, I don't know, because when they showed up, they just, they just saw like- 300 to 400, maybe 500 indigenous people. And they're all sitting around and they're all farting in the same direction. And then it created this, this river of natural gas. <laughs> Stupid. We sit on this hole and fart. All right. What were creates you pipeline say? of natural gas. Oh no, I was going to say, uh, between the natural gas, which is what, you know, like a lot of the old, um, uh, oracles in Greece and shit would use to uh, communicate with the ethers. Uh, How they use it? D- didn't they huff it? They would just basically huff it. Yeah, they would just sit in a tent above it and you know oh, get nice. fucking wrecked on natural gas and hallucinate. Um, now, most people don't know this, but I used to huff Pam. Pam? <laughs> I'm just joking. It's Pam's Made the my spray, brain right? nice and greasy. Yeah, yeah. Okay. <laughs> the cooking spray. <laughs> yeah, so yeah. like, um, didn't glass have like? mercury and lead in it back in the day oh, too so yeah. that's another pencil thing stain. that causes kids were chewing on pencils and getting poisoning yeah by the lead poisoning and shit so like you know he got useless is losing he leaves his wife for uh, uh fucking another woman he loses his mind I, my whole point is like how how did you bag another girl while you were going fucking crazy and beating your kids Probably like a sociopath. He's able to just kind of turn on the charm when he needs to. I know I met I met one of those guys when I was younger. Like a straight up sociopath? Yeah, he told me he was, and he's like, Yeah, I've been dying. Like, I'm, he was older. Maybe he was at the bar or after the bar. And he said he just doesn't feel emotion. He's like, I know what's right and wrong, and I'm not going to do shit because we were drinking, and I'd met him. I must yeah. have met him. He told me, Yeah, he's like, I, I don't have the same emotional availability or ability, I guess you could say, in some sense, than he's like, normal people do. He's like, I just don't care. It's like, I don't really love, I don't, I don't know what love is and shit. And it's fucking weird. It's got to be an advantage and a severe disadvantage in certain points. Like, if you're going to be, like, a cutthroat fucking businessman, it's got to be extremely they advantageous. They say all CEOs are, like, psychopaths. Like, they're, like, serial I killers. wouldn't doubt it. Yeah, they do say that most sociopaths are, like, not locked up either because most of them are too egomaniacal to do anything that would, you know, wreck self-preservation for them. Yeah. Like, they're not going to get in trouble because they don't want to fucking go to jail because well, like they're Patrick better than everyone else. kind of the perfect psycho in a movie. Have you ever read that book? No, it's I would It's boring as to. shit. What? What? It's they? fucking boring as shit. American yeah, psycho? I'm like, yeah, I'm two-thirds of the way through it, and it still hasn't even gotten, like, into I'm any of the killing the or anything Zodiac yet. I'm Zodiac book, and that shit's fucked. Oh, how man. is that? Good? It's good. Yeah. I like it. I, you should pick it up, and you should be able to find it. It's the first, like, written, it's the bestseller, but we're eventually going to get the Zodiac for sure on uh, Strange Brew. But um, I want to get through the book. I want to watch the movie again with good old Jake Gyllenhaal to get my brain refreshed. But the book is is good. I read it uh, all almost, it's a thick book, but I read... M- almost getting to like i'm pretty much past halfway at the cottage because i also try to read the hitler and the occult book but that'll be for another time <laughs> so obviously you got this guy he's leaving his fucking wife he's a douchebag he's useless um and so he skips out of town and he doesn't even fucking like i it just it just seems like he didn't give his family a single dime he might have not even told them <laughs> he's just like he just never came back daddy said he's going to get some cigarettes I need a carton of milk and some cigarettes. I'll be back. Five years Daddy, later, the kid's Daddy, sitting where on you been? Staff. 
So, uh, yeah, and then, um, then, you know, the beginning of their misfortune is, is like, swirling around the house. There, there are rumors that one of the Marers or Marer children had fallen mysteriously ill and was mm-hmm. bedridden. And another said one of the children would die in the home. But the worst of the house, Wrath, seemed to gravitate towards the burgers, burgers themselves. The first family. But when, uh, we'll get more into it later, near the end of this, but in the dock with Zach Bagans, there, there is a, a, a guy that comes in, he's like an analyst, and he, uh, he reads EMF readers, uh, okay. reads EMFs, and he got like sick. And like his, like not just one organ, every organ in his body was failing at the same time. And who knows how much truth this holds, but Zach Baggins interviews him in a hospital bed. But he seems really positive for almost dying. He's like, yeah, my organs started shutting down. Like, he's like, it wasn't one. It was like all my organs, all at the same time. And the doctor's like, I don't know what the fuck's happening. <laughs> that's nuts. Mash I wonder if, it, if it's like partial exaggeration or if that's just legit because if that's legit that's weird as fuck yeah he's he's in the he's in the hospital bed he's just fucking getting his uh his uh his first vaccine and then it's like no i'm i'm here because all my organs shut down or he's just in there for a routine like sculpt them out whatever they when they shut the shit up their asshole i don't want to tell people i'm in here for a colonoscopy yeah, so colonoscopy. i'm just gonna say that a ghost made all my organs shut down <laughs> yeah. at once which is creepy in general so and then uh, it seems like you know in, in quick succession there was a fire in the barn that spread destroyed the homes of the two neighbors and possibly caused at least one death john Berger's brother Marshall had his leg amputated after being locked outside in the snow. And then he got gangrene from an injury uh, sustained on his, when he was riding a horse, he got an injury when he uh, stepped on his, when the horse stepped on his foot. Yeah. All these weird fucking things. But I think you're locked outside. Why are you locked outside? Why'd you go fucking down the street and be like, I was, I'm locked out of my house. I'm fucking freezing. My leg is completely frozen. Well, we're still talking. What year was this? That was that was nineteen or that was yeah that was still uh, yeah um, eighteen like ninety one or some shit. Closest house could have been miles away. Um, yeah, if know. it was snowing, it'd be real shitty because it seems like when Zach had filmed this, he's like this documentary took three years to film and this film is cursed. Said so the the fucking the film was cursed. And I'm like, oh yeah, it's cursed, bud. Um, and he, <laughs> this seemed, documentary took... It seemed like he filmed it in the snow. <laughs> every fucking footage that I saw was in the snow. Everyone was wearing winter coats. It's like, did you just come back every winter, bro? We're only shooting in the winter for continuity's sake. But, yeah, uh, <laughs> he bought it. So he bought this house. Eventually we'll get to it. And I didn't have it in research, but I wanted to watch this, so I had everything on the tip of my tongue. But they, he, he bought this house eventually. They were, getting, we're still back in the old days, but it's the fact that, like, so his brother had all these bad things. Locked out. He got gangrene from an injury, I guess, from a horse stepped on his foot, which doesn't sound that fun. After which he caught pneumonia. And died. Mm-hmm. And John's son, George, was shot by a gang of thugs, well, what, West Side, uh, in a hate crime against immigrants, although he did survive. It's like, you've, you fucking stupid Belgian fuck. And he like, which is crazy. 
Take your fucking chocolate home and get out of here, kid. <laughs> Take your goddamn chocolate and you go and down. Your fucking waffles. And you get the fuck out. Yeah, the waffles are delicious, though, bro. They're so, so good. good. So good. Chelsea's so mom's, good. my, um, she makes them. It's good. Sherman Dukes makes some good ass waffles. Hell yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so this one, I'm thinking about waffles. So this is not the end of it. As John uh, Berger. Uh, daughter Mary died in childbirth. That that happened a lot back then, though. It did. A lot of this stuff is definitely starting to seem like just shit that could ha- possibly happen due to the extenuating circumstances just around this luck. place. Just bad luck. And the, yeah, and then a bunch of you know, oh, I'm sure they're all overly religious people that are just like. It's a demon. The Lord is angry with us. We must hide in a cave for 40 years and drink our own piss. <laughs> so it's, it's what Jehovah wants. His daughter-in-law, Caroline, was killed in a freak carriage accident when a wheel fell off for no reason. No raisin. And because <laughs> they were drunk when they put it God, on. No, it's true. <laughs> and it was very all taxing on the family. And there started whispers of a curse. It's cursed. <laughs> So I'm glad on that road, it's cursed. You know, like a freak carriage accident. It's like, what happened? I want to know exactly every single detail of how she died. The wheel fell, and then the horse trampled her skull, and it kicked in her vagina. <laughs> right before it happened, the horse's eyes glue orange, though, and it had smoke coming out of its nose, and it said, And then a man Satan. with a pumpkin on fire threw his yeah. pumpkin at the carriage. Uh, no, what's I, crazy is that truck driver that fucking... Uh, Sleepy Hollow. Sometime. Oh, that'd be fun. Uh, oh, we're going uh, to get in the truck driver, yes. Yeah, we're on the next, allegedly yeah. the same road. Yes, uh, the, the sort of ominous curse that would hang over the house well into years later, when in 1940, in 1940, a truck driver named Sidney Fucker. No, it's Falker, Faulkner. Faulkner. Was it Faulkner, right? Yeah, that sounds right. Sidney Faulkner. Faulkner. I just watched uh, Meet the Parents. When I was at the college. Oh, shit. Okay. Fuck, <laughs> it's so... F- Everything that happens in that movie just makes me like, man, you f- what are you fucking doing? Why are you, yeah, you telling what you're reading in the magazine? Why are you doing these stupid things that makes the dad hate you? That movie is anxiety-inducing, for sure. It's, it's like, like okay. why are you doing this? Why did you grab the wrong cat? Why? Are you, why? Why? Why, Falker? <laughs> I'm gonna make it better, dude. You're just fucking up worse. Yeah, I know. So Sidney Faulkner and his wife were giving, uh, were living in the upstairs of the area of the home that the Myers family had once lived in. Which seems weird that they seem to rent the upstairs, and this house looks tiny. And they're like, there's people living in the upstairs. Yeah, it's probably like a single bedroom or two, and then, you know, it's like two people and a kid or something renting that people shit out. People are crazy, out, though, and did that before because the house we used to live at, where a lot of that, I'm going to start posting old videos of us recording the podcast, even with fucking Justin and, and shit like that on the, uh, the Instagram. And, like, that was at the house that we started recording at, and it was a small bungalow, and it was just me and my girlfriend living there, definitely enough room. And there used to be seven fucking people that lived there. And if you go in the laundry room, there's this creepy, like, uh, just just brick kind of, like, I guess, stabilizer of the home. It just kind of sat there. And um, it was painted all these different colors because it used to be a fucking kid's room. And it's, like, right next to the boiler. Hmm. It's like fucking little Freddy Krueger living in there. 
<laughs> Get back to the boiler room, Freddy. Stop calling me Freddy, Dad. My name's Sean. <laughs> so it, it, like, it's just crazy. So Sydney. Faulkner uh, would get into a bizarre auto accident shortly after moving in, his truck veering off the road. No apparent reason. There's never a reason for why he's swerving off the road or why everybody dies. And he hit a support beam of the bridge, which would have sucked. Especially if you're in a fucking... If you're in like, like a, a horrible free truck, fucking way to die. Which bizarrely launched him. Bizarrely... It's like he. It's like bizarre that he how he died. He just like ran his truck straight into a fucking beam. It's weird, and it lost him right through the fucking windshield and impaled him horrifically and killed him on the spot, which is fucking. He had to be cut out with torches. It is weird because I I I I found out we're talking about this chick I used to know. And then we're talking about a friend, and I was like, oh, I used to have a crush on her in high school. And then someone was like, I was working with. They're like, yeah, she's dead. I'm like, what? That's like, her name was Ray Lynn. She got fucking, she got in a car accident and just died instantly. And, I, and then I read it. And I, saw, I was like, what the fuck? I didn't even That's know this shitty. chick died. And I had a crush on her in drama class. And it's just like, what? That's, like, to die of a car crash is just so, I've known a kid that I, I was in, went to school with in Simcoe that died of a car crash. Um, I know people that got fucking hit by people. It's just, it, it's just like, car accidents are always, they're unstoppable. It just, it, you know, you can't, uh, what's the word I want to go for? You just, you can't, you can't do anything. It just happens so fast. It's just, it takes away a life so quickly. Yeah. It doesn't seem like a terrible fucking way to go, especially if it's not an instant death. Like I would almost prefer to die instantly and just, you know, <laughs> lights out like, versus like getting impaled and then looking down and be like, scary movie. Risk- Fuck. Remember <laughs> scary movie three. Oh, yeah. <laughs> He's, like, stuck there for, like, Can I ever. have a few minutes with the bottom half? What are you talking about, <laughs> donut and hot dog? That's fucking funny. Um, yeah, so fucking he Charlie appa- Sheen. So apparently, like, he was so tightly nailed to this beam that it required the use of alkaline torches to free his battered, fucked-up body. So it was so pinned. It's like that. You remember hearing about that? that I really like this actor... Fuck, what's his name? He's off of like Star Trek. He played Scotty in the new one. Um, he was an odd Thomas, which is oh like, Anton Yelchin. And how he died pinned by the fucking jeep that just started yeah. rolling down when he was getting his mail or some shit. Like, I, I thought he was like working on the car or something fucking stupid. And yeah, he got like pinned in his garage and no one found yeah, him for three days because it went slow. That's terrible. He was a good actor. I like. I liked him pretty a much lot. everything he's been in. Yeah, he's he's really good. It's really sad. It's a bummer, man. Sorry, Anton. Is that his name? Anton Yelchin, yeah. You're probably like, yeah, and Anton died. It makes me so sad. <laughs> makes me sad. <laughs> so, according No, man, it's kind of like the Highlander is, is the reverse, where I'm like, there can be only one. Eventually, only I one of us will stand. I s- started watching Highlander again, and I used to like it as a kid, because I love sword fighting movies. Mm-hmm. It is fucking shitty. It's not Really? That, it's not that You don't good. like it? It's oh, a fucking. Oh, I think I watched like number three or some shit because I was just like testing. Oh, like, yeah, do I horrible. remember this? But I think I, I need I to watch the first one. Yeah, the first one's the only one that should exist. Okay. It's like after Terminator 2, it's like just stop fucking making these. It's fine. It's done. You've completed yeah, the story. I, I agree. Enough. Terminator 2 is dope. I, uh, I was a huge uh, Edward Furlong fan, but now he looks horrible. Yeah. So according to the lore, this happened on the same stretch of road, as you said, as the carriage accident that had killed John Berger's, Berger's daughter-in-law decades earlier, making it I an all no. rather 
Spooky. After this, a lack of re- reliable public census records made a string of tenants at the home. So, obviously, there's a bunch of people, different people going in, which had become a triplex, rather musky. A fuck, there's three places you could stay in this house. Probably, like, going, like, after 1940. So, going in the 50s, probably, which is, it's not that big of a house. No. I you have three families in there. It's, you said people it's a lower-income neighborhood, man. Yeah, like, that's... That's, well, that's guess, not yeah. uncommon in the least bit. I mean, there are some houses that you see, and there's like fucking thirty yeah. people living in just you like a house meant here. for a family of five. Yeah. Don't drink at my water fountain either, and don't come into my hair salon because I don't know how to deal with your nappy hair. Okay, so well, you stay if over you there. Think, <laughs> see, if you think about it, that's that's like a uniquely or not uniquely, but that's a, a predominantly like immigrant mentality where it's like you know you're saving a bunch of money or you're sending money back to your family that's in another country, so you're living on as tight yeah. a budget as possible and yes. saving as much money and you're like i just need here to sleep so i can go back to my fucking eight jobs that i have I bring my this, family uh, over now eventually I've moved i was in like a bigger city but i moved in this small little town which i'd rather be because i fucking hate people um but there's uh, <laughs> a lot of uh mexicans that come here to work on the tobacco fields and they ride around tobacco that, fields yeah and they run around they ride around this fun little blue bus that has tinted windows so it makes it all the much less creepier. And uh, they're all very nice people. Though. We have a, a downtown, the smaller town is called Mexi Mart. And, I, and this is where all they go, I guess, they collect their checks. And I'm like, did you guys need to name it that? Did you need to name it Mexi Mart? Is that appropriate? Uh, it, maybe it was started by immigrants. And they're just like, uh, hey. It's a, I, is there, there, like my girlfriend's like, oh, look, they're having, like, there's balloons. They're having a Mexican party. And I'm like, that lady is really white. <laughs> Like the person that runs it, but like we were at the grocery store the one day, and they all come crowding on the bus, and they're running around so fucking happy. Everyone's going to get pizza and fucking like a burger or whatever they have because they don't have that much downtown, but it's enough where they like ru- they're running to the grocery stores. They're so excited because it was on a Friday to be done working in these goddamn fucking fields all week. But they send their money that they come here for all the summer, and then they send all their money back right to their families and stuff mm-hmm. in Mexico, which I totally understand because they get paid pretty well actually. And then they just can kind of do as uh, odd jobs I can imagine in Mexico. But it's just funny. It was just like, <laughs> my girl was like, they're really happy. And I was like, it's fucking Friday. They're done being whipped in the cotton field. Oh, my God. But, like, they, like, running around all the grocery stores. It's hilarious to see because it's like, man, they're just so happy it's Friday. A fucking weekend. Because they probably wor- they, uh, they probably work from, like, 5 a.m. till 6 p.m. It's like 13, 12-hour shifts, right? Yeah. I would assume. But, uh, you know, they're they're happy, man. You know, and they send all their money back to... It, it's a better life than what they could have in Mexico because they go back and forth. Which is such a, it's such a weird thing to have a society like that, too. I'm getting into a role, but it's, it's weird. I, mean, I don't know. I've never been to Mexico, so I only know what the, uh, you know, the Western, Northern media says about it. So it makes it look like a horrifying <laughs> place in most areas. The but I've also heard really everything. wonderful things about it, yeah. The people. It's all about the people are the, nice. the people in the, the area are supposed to be just fucking gorgeous and like, you know, I just, uh, yes. someday hopefully get down there. <laughs> One day. So, and, you know, there all these like things, these weird uh, rumors are starting around this house. There was more deaths, such as a child who apparently died in a fire again, as well as a cultist. Uh, carrying out arcane rituals on the property in the 1990s. But nothing concrete, all having feel. It's like an urban legend feel. 
People it ma- sounds like satanic panic kind of stuff where it's like, you know, oh, this house has a really bad reputation. And like all it takes is like what one fucking chubby Wiccan girl sitting in there being like, I'm going to draw down the moon. And then one neighbor looks outside. and They're like, sacrifice devils. They're going to summon the <laughs> devil. And it's like, dude, I'm just kind of trying to harvest the energy of the night and like do yeah. my thing. But Wicca OK, is thanks, totally lady. Different. Too, like I, I met this chick when I went back to school. She was like, she's a lot older than me at the time because I was like, I finished high school. I was like 21 because I was like, I got to get this done because uh, yeah. I dropped out so much. And she said she was a Wiccan. They said they go to Ottawa every year and they dance around fires naked. And I was like, that mm-hmm. sounds fun. Yeah, skyclad dancing. Yeah. Sounds fun. But like this, like the weird thing about the basement is that they like cemented it all. But then didn't cement under the stairs, which had dirt. And this is supposed to be where we'll get into it, where Nick Groff finds like bones and shit. Yeah, the crawl space that he uh, he climbs into. Did you watch the clip for that? That dude was fucking hamming it up at least I like thirty like percent for the more camera. More than I like Zach because he left Ghost Adventures and then started uh, Paranormal Lockdown with this Katrina girl, which we get into a little bit later. But. I liked him. He was more convincing and more serious about it than Zach was. Mm-hmm. Zach Bacon's always like, there's a demon inside of me. It's making me angry. And this is in this every fucking episode. In this documentary, there's like, the video footage could only be caught on the security camera. We had our cameras off and the audio off. And it's like, uh, the security camera footage, so it makes it look creepier of him, like, pushing his buddy, Jay Wosley, against the fucking wall and being like, like, I'm angry. And so it's like, ah, bro, you fucking ham it on so much. That sounds like an on-set squabble that just got caught on security, and someone was like, I'm fucking showing everybody because you're an asshole, and I don't want to fucking deal with you anymore, and they put it out there, and he's like, I gotta spin this, this has to be something else entirely, but no, man, I had a demon in me, and I just fucking, (laughs) but in reality, he's just like, I'm the fucking star of the show, not you, you piece of shit, fuck you. That's true. (laughs) It wasn't until years later that we started, like, they started to pick up. Like, some weird, strange shit going on in the Monroe house. Like, it kind of lay dormant. And whether any of the dark history contribute to the haunting, we don't really know. Because modern tenants and their neighbors say it is most definitely incredibly haunted. When the house was unoccupied, neighbors would see black, shadowy figures. Which they supposedly caught one on camera, but everyone thinks they made it on a fucking cell phone app. It's possible. I mean, that, even, like, paranormal even photos Zach are the easiest shit in the world to fake now. Even that Zach it's said like, it. Mm. Zach's like, they, it's definitely made by a, an app that you can download. And I was like, oh, wow, Zach. You're Insert good. a ghost. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Insert it's a done. Ghost. I filtered it. It's good. <laughs> Strange smoke coming from within, which would creep me out. Eerily, eerie lights. And also there was weird like noises. Like they would sometimes, um, they would sometimes hear knocking. Guy knocking Strange on the smoke. door. Strange smoke. Weird doors opening. They supposedly also Just somebody... heard footsteps. And they say like growling and shit, like there were yes. animals and other things, yeah. What if the what if the weird smoke is just somebody clam baking in the basement and like trying to hide it from the other two? Well, tenants? they heard loud bangs. I don't have they a drop bang. the bong. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> and they would hear like giggling and shit. <laughs> that- I'm starting to think maybe uh, I might have been onto something there. <laughs> the weird, the weird smoke, then the loud banging, and then the giggling. It's like, yeah, somebody was fucking getting stoned in the basement, bud. Like, I know. Uh, <laughs> or some fucking evil fuck. 
And there's like, you know, and then, and then they hear like, like child giggling and shit more. What, what if it was just some evil cultist that was like, ah, oh, you know what? It's my fucking lunch break. I'm not going to be a bastard right now. And just sits down and just hits well, the Well, and they, like they also, times. they always say that like child giggling is like in like hearing a child. <laughs> is is uh, is always a demon? That's what they always say. It's a demon that if uh, the child because it's, it's re- um, reflecting something that's nice and nature wise or whatever, like or not na- nature wise, uh, something that is kind of innocent. So they like mimic it. That, that theory was concocted by a parent or an uncle or something that's like, yeah, kids they pretend to be all fucking sweet and innocent, but they're really little bastards. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> So, and they heard, like, even animalistic growling noises, which is strange. What was that? What was that? And they, like, they, even in the documentary, they said they heard, like, dogs and shit like that. Um, so, uh, the police would come, and the people would call, and it would be fucking empty. Even weirder are the, there's paranormal experiences reported by those that actually lived there. One such report comes from a commenter on Hotel Hoven, or Haunted Hovel, who says they lived in the house as a child and writes, I spent about six years of my childhood growing up in that house. I was always scared of strange noises. They were not common, but when it happened, it sure got your attention fast. My mother comforted me about the sounds and the voices as a child, and she mentioned years later about a woman she thought she saw in the bedroom upstairs. She always wondered if it had seen, if she had seen an apparition of the woman who supposedly took her own life decades ago. I, for one, never liked the old house and was happy when we relocated in the early 50s to Munchie. Muncie, whatever that is. Um, always been curious about the afterlife after my youthful experiences in the house uh, brought that to my attention. <laughs> so this guy. You mean to tell me that her mom was like, was that a person in my kid's room? And the first thought wasn't, hey, let me go in there and check and make sure there's not a person in my fucking kid's room. She was just like, might be a ghost. Fuck it. I'm, gonna, <laughs> I'm just going to go downstairs and have a drink. It's cool. So the apparition of the woman, often depicted as having an angry, scornful expression on her face, is commonly cited at the house. It's that it's a woman that her fucking husband went crazy and left her for some fucking weirdo. Yeah. But there's often different entities that they see also common with apparitions or sounds of children. <laughs> but there's also plenty uh, plenty of menacing encounters reported from here. The supernatural activity here had been described by residents as quite unrelenting and intense, positively demonic. And another commenter on Ho- Haunted Hoven, which is obviously a Hovel. Haunted Hovel, I guess that's a site or something, says, I lived upstairs a long time ago and can say there is something very real and and probably demonic. I don't care how many ghost hunters have been there and what they believe. If you have lived there, I have read some stuff investigators have said, and some of it got pretty close, but you cannot go in there at night and know how bad it is. You have to live there. I lived there. And it started very slow and then got worse. I thought in the beginning 
ah, it's just irregular noises. But after the while and at the end of this, I left because it was too goddamn scary. <laughs> do you think it's just a trick that the landlords do at this point? Now, if they find a tenant they don't like, they up the haunting until they finally leave. Oh, yeah. like they have the yeah. whole house rigged up just to be like spooky noises from the gutters. <laughs> oh no! Much of the worst activity seemed to congregate, congregate from the upstairs bedroom and in the dank basement. And there has been reported a very ominous, dark presence here, so overwhelming in its intensity that people cannot bear to live there for long. And they have people in and out. The many paranormal investigators who flocked to Monroe House. It's weird because when I was researching this, some of the people spell it with Monroe with an O, and then some mm-hmm. is it Monroe, which is a U. With a U? Yeah, I've seen that like three times. I'm like, and then I saw like five times with an O. So I don't know. I have to look it up, I guess, and make sure it's Monroe or Monroe. Yeah, I'd seen it listed as Monroe. Um, I did hear one conflicting thing. Um, that the son that got shot, I've, I've heard two different stories that like one was that he survived and then one, the other one was that he died. Um, but I From mean, the gang shooting? Bap, 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 bap. yeah, yeah. When he was stepping in the wrong neighborhood, <laughs> ripping them Belgian colors. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Oh, wait. <laughs> the, the, obviously there's been many investigators that flocked to the Monroe house and supposedly had firsthand experiences, such as a group, uh, that investigated the basement in 2014. And the lead investigator would say this of their experience. We had a very bad encounter in the basement and didn't know what to do. This is something we have never seen before. It's caused everyone to panic, and we decided to call off the investigation early. Half of the group said it was too much for them. The other half wanted answers. We realized how serious and big this was, and at the same time was convinced with the experience enough to not... To leave the house, essentially. <clears throat> I hurt my throat. <clears throat> but it said they, they had an experience. They did, laughed. Everyone felt uncomfortable. Same bullshit. Mm-hmm. Yeah. But um, a lot of people count weird stuff because, like, supposedly uh, one family that lived there, they had flies swarm from the front room during the winter. Like, uh, yeah, uh, a la Amityville with the horse flies that just popped in everywhere. Scary movie, too, where he's taking a <laughs> shit. And it's like, oh, demon, get out of me. And he's like sweating. And, and then you realize he's taking a poopy. Yeah. Oh, thank you, Lord. Well, there's Dude, like, that movie was fucking hilarious. Uh, I love The movie first too. two or three are pretty funny. And then I still watch them and think they're funny, but they get progressively worse. But they even For said sure. there was like this nine year old boy that lived there. And it's the one of the families that Zach Bagans interviewing the boy, supposedly by a psychiatrist and like a doctor and shit. They saw him run up the wall backwards. That's terrifying. And they said there's no explanation for it. And there's cops that have went there and quit their jobs, doing investigations that people have called on there. Um, and the cop went there, and the same guy was saying that probably just, he doesn't seem like a cop. He seems like just a chill mm-hmm. dude that used to live in the neighborhood and obviously got the job probably because he's like, well, you're the only one that will go there. So you got the job. And he said he heard like static on the radio. He's secretly a Ghostbuster. That's why yeah. he's prepared for it. He's got that little siren on the top of it, but it goes. When <laughs> <laughs> he's driving around. Um, but he was supposed to be static on the radio when he got like back into his car, which is creepy. This was after he did like a checkup on the boy 
that supposedly ran up the fucking wall. And the boy was supposed to be possessed. Like, they, it said that this house possesses people. Yeah, it definitely seems to be like, like we were saying before, like the opposite of the Amityville effect where it's it's not, it doesn't latch onto one person. It's just generally an area. Yeah, so the like one bad... people, they wouldn't even talk, the one people wouldn't even talk to Zach Beggins because he went to the house. And then this guy that came out that like knew, like was friends or close to the people that had the experiences at this house. That they, like, they wouldn't even, they interviewed one guy, and then the guy wasn't allowed back in the people's house because they were scared that he had it attached to him. It because latched on to you. Yeah, he, he shook, shook, shook Zach Baggins' hands. Um, when they dug in the basement, the cops, because they started dug, digging up things because they keep getting reports, they supposedly found a broken-off nail or two, a pink, a pink nail. It had nail polish oh. on it. It's fucking creepy. Um... And pink underwear. Or underwear. I don't know if it's pink, but maybe it's matched. But they found fucking huh. underwear buried. So it's like someone doing some weird rituals down there. And Possibly. They also found two children's socks, which is very creepy. They found a lot of weird shit. Like there was like weird liquid that appeared on the blinds during when the cops were investigating it. All of a sudden the blinds were like sticky and wet. So huh. fucking some cop got excited. Yeah, I mean, you know, finding clothes in a basement where there may or may not be laundry hookups, that's that's fucking just mysterious. It's as under hell. the stairs, in the dirt, buried in the dirt. It's fucking weird, man. It is, yeah, that's strange. So, and then you, yeah, I get you what? <laughs> what? Say <laughs> no, the, the bones was fucking crazy like that, but I couldn't find anything as to whether or not it was uh, human identified as human remains, and it happened, what, like 2016? So yeah, five and this, years ago? this, like, this woman that touched the liquid. Her like mm-hmm. hand, half, I don't know how real this is, but like, I don't know how real any of this shit is, but her half her hand turned like pure white and the other ha- half was normal skin peach color. Fucking weird, that's, man. That's so strange. So investigators routinely, they've done investigations and found like, they found EVPs and that are evil in nature and they've seen weird activity. They have heard voices picked up on electric, uh, electrical equipment. Like they have those fucking voice recorders, like EVP is electro voice phenomenon. And they've even heard insults or the ghost is like, fuck you, Johnny. Like saying, just making fun of them. I heard your wife doesn't give you the head. <laughs> so they've heard, you're, you're a punk bitch. They, you're only doing investigations because <laughs> you're not happy at home. <laughs> you're trying to leave the house. So uh, they have profanity. Um, Supposedly, this just just vile voices that they've heard, and even physical violence has happened in this house. When investigators supposedly go there, they got attacked. One group called the EVP Paranormal Team of Indiana allegedly had one of their members assaulted by an unseen entity. He grabbed this pussy, grabbed bottom pussy, he yoked him to the ground, and then I scratched all over him, <laughs> which reportedly left a series of scratch marks down uh, the back, and it seemed every team that has went there has been shaken and unsettled. Uh, one investigator, Dave Weatherly, had explained of his own dealings with the house. During the time of the house, shadowy figures dotted all around inside the home. A door slammed on us, as it seemed something attempted to confine us in a certain area. We experienced equipment issues, watched as a toy activated itself, and had several other strange incidences. We also heard disembodied voices, and some of them children. (laughs) 
<laughs> or at a least sign of demonic entities. Or at least know. what sounded like children. Creepy. It is said that this location for for most part of what paranormal groups investigate has been creepy. And although the property owners allowed these investigators at the now vacant and abandoned property, Zach Bagans now owns it. I think he still owns it. They quickly hmm. warned those who come, like they'll be like, don't go by that house. Don't go in that house. Leave it alone. Perhaps the most famous investigation of the Monroe House, Monroe House was done by TV Paranormal Lockdown, who went to check the place in 2016. Investigators Nick Groff and Katrina Weidman uh, would actually lock themselves in the house for a full 72 hours, during which time they witnessed the manner of bizarre phenomenon, and supposedly the climax of the episode came to them finding bones in the crawl space, which... Out of Zach Bagans, because Nick was part of Ghost Adventures, when he left, I kind of, I like Nick's show a little more because he's a little more serious. It's not so over the top where Zach's like, I'm angry because the demon has got me. He makes me angry. And he's like, he goes off like crazy and it's most ridiculous. Yeah. Have you watched Ghost Adventures? Ghost Adventures? I haven't watched Ghost Adventures in forever. Um, Have you seen it though? Yes, I've seen. I've, I haven't. I haven't seen all of it, but yes, I've seen some episodes. I used to watch a ton of Ghost Hunters, um, and then the most recent of the paranormal shows that I viewed is that uh, Paranormal Caught on Camera because oh, yeah. I started watching because fucking Ben Kissel's in it. Is he? And it's, what? Uh, yeah, it's early Ben Kissel. It's when he's still doing Fox oh, News. Oh, I remember uh, that shit. Yeah, it's good. I saw a demon touch my testicles. Um, <laughs> so uh, one, there's like a ghost in a military base, and he's like, "That guy's seen some shit." So <laughs> I believe him when he says he scared himself shitless. <laughs> That's funny. So um, you know, and like I like Nick over Zach, and he, how he left because there must have been issues with Zach. Just seemed to play. Maybe Nick saw they were faking shit. Who knows? Um, Was Nick the dude that got slammed against the wall by Zach? No, that was Jay Wosley. He's the new camera oh, guy. Okay. And they have all these people because Nick kind of just, he actually locked himself. Before when Ghost Adventure started, they would lock themselves in these haunted places. And then they haven't recently, they just don't do that. They just go in and they can leave whenever they want. It's not as scary. They kind of are pussies. Everything always goes wrong. And they have like seven camera people. So I'm like, yeah, it's so fucking scary. Where Nick and Katrina, they would do it by themselves and keep like two cameras. Okay. That's more believable. Yeah. That's that seems more legit too. It's just uh, you know more more of a control. You don't got fifteen people walking around like what's that noise? I don't know. Maybe one of the forty five crew members yeah, we have in this fucking place that's extremely weird acoustically <laughs> and echoes in very it's strange true. ways. So obviously, like there was um um these were no props. There's no props for the show in these. I guess they're they, they weren't props, and the findings were shocking. And the real uh, they're real because the police would open investigation to remains found by the investigators. So they were real bones. At least that way they tested them. They knew they were real bodies, or at least taken from somewhere. Who knows? Because they could have been chicken bones for all they fucking know. And some guys is doing some weird ritual. I mean, unless that was a very weird camera angle, that'd be a big fucking chicken bone. It oh, looked like yeah, a femur, I but I mean, you can, I mean, I guess if you fucking shoot it close up enough with the right lens, you can probably make it look like Who a femur. Who knows? It could have been a real human bone, though, but it could have been just like they, the grandma died of tuberculosis and we had no money for a casket, so let's just bury her in the dirt down here. <laughs> That's what I was thinking, is it was just like, a, well, we're broke, so <laughs> guess it's going in the basement. It kind of, this, this angle kind of adds the weight of the hauntings, I guess, and, like, people have, uh, you know, thought that there's weird origins when it comes to these bones, or maybe the possible, um, 
origin of the activity, researcher Tim Wood of Live Sci-Fi Paranormal YouTube channel has said his ideas on this. If the bones were found in the house, they were human, then probably uh, the bones were placed for some sort of ritual and was performed in the house at some, at some time. I do believe the bones were meant to be found, however. <laughs> Finding the bones completes the rituals. Now the real haunting can begin. Exactly. Did these bones have anything to do with the long history of the strangeness orbiting this place? Is there any connection between the never-ending list of woes and deaths associated with its past and its current reputation? And now I'm talking like Obama. Uh, <laughs> maybe potentially been a haunted place. What are we dealing with here? Is there some sort of fucking force emancipating himself on the fucking people? I don't fucking know. Um, uh, the the ghost- only reasonable... Explanation what? is it's a portal to hell. That's it. Yeah, that's, that's logically a, yeah. the and scientifically, that's the only conclusion we can come to. And uh, you know, there's the, the, the ghost of former people that live there. Who fucking knows? But it's still it, paranormal investigators are still curious about this whole strange house. And uh, I'm Obama, and I want change. Uh, have you ever uh, have you ever seen uh, fucking Ozzy's kid Jack Jack Osborne? Have you ever seen his uh, show with Ozzy and his paranormal show? I have. I don't know if I've seen the paranormal one. I saw the world tour one that him and Ozzy did, did where they would go to a bunch of places. One and two? Of those ones, yeah. Yeah, I believe so. It's it was fucking a while fun. ago when they when they find Robert the doll and then he buys oh, like, many Robert yeah. the doll, which is a haunted doll. For the people that don't know, he was in the inspiration for Chucky. Me and Billy talked about mm-hmm. him a long time ago on the podcast on the haunted dolls episode, and um, he uh, so he got they gave Ozzy Osbourne for all the people that don't know. He's the guy that was in the Post Malone song. <laughs> Jesus fucking Christ! Um, he's from Black Sabbath, and oh, uh, but. God. Yeah, so he ended up like he goes does paranormal stuff, but he went out with his dad and they bought Robert the doll, a mini one. And then Ozzy just kept trying to get rid of it. He was like, "Get rid of this fucking doll." He was like, "Try to bury it." And then Zach's like, "I fucking saw you over there." And like at a beach, and he's like taking Robert the doll and trying to bury it. And then like being disrespectful (laughs) to who knows maybe a mini version of the energy of from the haunted doll. So and then just and then but. Jack did a paranormal show with Katrina Weidman, the same chick that did the show with Nick. Oh, and no it was shit. actually pretty good. Like, I like Jack, and I think he's an interesting guy, and I think he's pretty positive and smart, and, and the paranormal show was pretty good. Like, I enjoyed it. I'll have to check that out. That sounds like it's worth a watch. So that was the Monroe Demon House. And I, oh, yeah, that was, uh, it's interesting. I'm going to say, um... 30% to 40% truth. I think demon may have been like, I don't know, just overselling it a little bit. That is yeah. a sweet little blade. Like, <laughs> like it's, that's the wrong moniker to use. It's like demon house. Like nobody got dragged through a window. No, the house, the walls yeah. didn't bleed. Like, you know, I don't see pig demons everywhere. So yeah, uh, yeah it's, it's a house like with a, a fucked up history. Like, and a lot of people died and a lot of really shitty stuff happened there. Like, but demon house might be, it's not you guys a picked demon the wrong house. name. Like, you know, like it, it seems I've heard about, Stranger paranormal hauntings, for sure. That were way but worse than this one. 
the Monroe Spooky Dookie House just doesn't have the same appeal <laughs> as the Monroe Demon House. <laughs> <laughs> the Monroe it's Spoopsville, Monroe, Indiana. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Gary, Indiana. That, I don't know. I found this interesting. I want to get into eventually. I had it written. Like, I had this written out, like, months and months ago, if not a year ago. And I was like, oh, fuck, we're going to still have this. Let's, let's dive into it with Anton. Um, Billy has been busy with his job. You will hear him on this um, often. Uh, but it probably won't be as often as we used to. But Billy's just his busy schedule and what's going on with his life. And he's working like seven days a fucking week trying to make those bucks. I guess he wants to be rich some in some way. Um, just selling goddamn attic and fucking insulation. Everyone needs attic insulation. But uh, yeah, the, Anton will be on. I'll probably have some other buddies. But Billy will be on at least three to four times a month. It will be regular. But Anton is a good fit. We'll have him probably on Strange well, One soon. Um, Anton knows his shit. And so uh, we'll definitely get into some even fucked up. But I think maybe the next time we could dive into a serial killer. <laughs> yeah, let's fucking do it, dude. I'm waiting on my... Uh, my uh, last, the last podcast boys just covered it, so it feels kind of like passe to talk about it. But that uh, Ed Gein book that's coming out that was uh, oh, animated yeah. by Eric Powell... Dude, I fucking pre-ordered that shit on Kickstarter, so I got me a signed copy. Did you? But uh, is it, oh yeah, is, I might and the check sketchbook. That out. That's sick. It's well, I mean, the dude wrote like my favorite comic ever, The Goon. Um, oh. and like it's so good. I and, have the but, Dahmer comic. My friend I do too. Dahmer. Yeah, my friend Dahmer. Yeah, that's a good one. I want to get that. I I read through it, but I want to actually like buy it so I have it physical. Have you watched the movie version of it yet? Oh, I fucking loved it. Is it good? I loved my friend Dahmer. I thought it was really well done. The guy that played Dahmer. Did a good job. I, I haven't great. seen that that one yet. Did you see there's a new uh, Bundy movie coming out, too? Which, uh, fuck Ted Bundy. I mean, what? fuck all of them. They're oh, all serial killers God. and horrible. But it looks like they're doing a Ted Bundy movie that revolves, like, I'm curious to know. But the, the cover art makes it look like they're doing a slasher film with Ted Bundy when he went on the sorority rampage. Yeah. Because it's just a uh, dude standing there with a hacksaw and Bundy's Volkswagen. I version with uh, fucking Zachary or whatever fucking the pretty Oh, boy. Zach Efron? They, did, they just didn't dive into how fucked up he really was. They just did well, wasn't a showpiece. You were saying? Yeah, it's, it was a showpiece. Uh, so, yeah, just follow Strange Brew Podcast, www.strangebrewpodcast.com. You can find Anton at HP Shovecraft on Instagram and his Twitch is what? Invader Daggett. All Gonna right. Gonna be streaming some D&D tomorrow night. Fuck yeah, I'll be on his stream soon. We might start streaming episodes Hell to yeah. Twitch with Anton and maybe Billy, or we'll see what the fuck happens in the future. But stay strange, and uh, I guess don't get possessed. Yeah, okay. looks like it sucks. Yep. All right, peace. All right. Peace. This world's a spooky place. Girls moved away to the beat, and girls like clues and groupies. But wait, she sleeps with a creep. The allure of beauty usually makes a girl hate who she sees. Gone to make up at the club, let cruising these guys for a hookup. You know how you look, slut. In your push up, look up. You can change yourself, choose a game what we can in the moment. Then the pain we felt, more help needed to heal. I walked away, but you're needing me still. This world gets tough. Give me a needle filled with cyanide. I have so many questions. Why are we alive? Strive to survive of this hell we live in. This plan may not be a cell, but it's a prison. Our well-to sell us our business of perfect lives and homes, and this is on purpose. So you stay working while your wife's at home. The television tells lies to your mind.
make another sound If you can listen close, you can hear the sound of whispering ghosts See the vampire witches and cloaks Stand by the fire with children and robes The ritual of black magic you see beyond the physical Every top mission has been knows the mystical spells Stay invisible to everyone but themselves The most reason why we live in this corrupt hell Under a spell ourselves Holographic world! <laughs>